Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast podcast for the week of May 15th, 2023. I'm your host, Zach. And I'm your co-host, Chris. And uh, we have a tons of time this week. We have tons of trailers. We got big uh, Disney attractions closing. We got uh, video game news. We got all sorts of news. Uh, Chris, you and I saw a really bizarre 70s movie <laughs> together. So we'll talk about that later on. Um, but yeah, let's, let's dive into some of the trailers that came out this week, though. Um, so we got kick things off. We got the, the second trailer, but I think it's the first full trailer for Extraction 2 which is coming uh, next month on Netflix, sequel, obviously, to the uh, Chris Hensworth 2020 uh, action movie. Like, the only, like the one good thing about year 2020 was that Extraction came out. Yeah, that was the sort of, like, apology from Netflix movie. Yeah. It's like, forget about forget about everything going on for, like, an hour and a half. Watch Chris Hensworth just, like, blow up, blow people up and, like, this, these awesome, like, one-take action sequences. And yeah, it just it just seems like um, Extraction Two, just like just like everything's bigger, everything like crazier action. Um, apparently, I think Chris Hemsworth mentioned it when the trailer came out. There's like there's there's a sequence in this movie that's like a 21 minute long one take sequence, which I mean, there's been whole, like entire movies that have been one take. Like like Scott Atkins made that movie like one shot, but like I mean. I think like the level, like the level of like choreography and like like crazy like stuff going on in Extraction Two is probably going to be like, like like I can't I can't even imagine what the scene's going to be. I, I I wonder if it's that prison scene because they keep they keep like hyping up that like, like that prison riot scene that seems like it's going to be like the big like centerpiece one shot kind of thing. No, I think it's this train piece. That the train, train. I mean that now. that. That also seems like yeah, definitely like a one take, and that also looks insane. Of like people like like guys landing on the roof of the helicopter, landing helicopter on a train, and then going into the train, and then Chris Hemsworth fighting him in the train. You think it was cheaper for Chris Hemsworth to like blow up a real helicopter <laughs> than it was to CGI that? Yeah. Like they did the math, and they decided it's just cheaper to do it that way. The Tom Cruise school of uh, action. Like just risk your life and like crazy over the top action sequences. Yeah, I mean it's worth it if you get the cool shot, right? Yeah. But yeah, I mean it, it looks it looks awesome. Um, and it also like like I like if their explanation for like how Cassandra's still alive is like fine. Like it's just like oh you barely survived when you survived, so it's like all right that's fine. Oh oh yeah I I. I was wondering if we're really going to focus in on how he miracled his way through a neck shot bullet. Yeah. Like, he got hit with a sniper rifle mm-hmm. and he shrugged it off somehow. Like it wasn't something too crazy where they froze him and brought him back to life or something, you know, like they didn't do any pseudoscience. It, it seems like whatever's in that Indian river is like, life healing properties because it seems like Chris Hemsworth is like a super soldier now. <laughs> yeah, he, he could like lay his, he, he lays arm on fire and uh punch people with it. But uh yeah, Sam Sam Hargrave is back to direct it. Um 
uh, Ogo Kurilenko and Daniel Bernhardt are joining the cast. As then, then um, uh, Goshifta Farahani is, is back as uh, Tyler Rake's partner, Nick Nick Khan. And they're giving, they, they have a new uh, teammate, Adam, Adam Bessa, as Yaz Khan. So I'm assuming that's like Nick Khan's brother or husband or something. Or <laughs> so, so how related. Um, and yeah, so yeah, Extraction 2 is going to be June 16th. Um, on Netflix, so definitely excited for that one. And then, uh, yeah, speaking of insane, you know, death-defying stunts, uh, we also got the full trailer for Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, which I believe is also in June. Oh no, it's, it's, in, it's in July. But uh, yeah, I, I, what I like about the trailer, like this one, is like the tra- like we still have no idea what the hell the actual plot is. There's just like some vague like new evil group and then globe trotting around the world and like you know tom cruise deathifying stunts from what i can understand it seems like there's a ai that is predicting the future the the plot the plot detail the plot detail or description they have put out is like there's some there's like a deadly new weapon and then they have to like the the INF team has like stop it from falling in the wrong hands then there's like dark forces from ethan's past coming to like they're coming back to threaten him or something. I I still I think it's a killer AI. It, it's it's pretty much eagle eye, because there's a shot that looks like they're in a future server room. Yeah. And it or, makes sense where they developed a rogue, uh, like calculator that is basically predicting how to destabilize the world, and then that's what he is doing. It's just like trying to stop this thing from enacting, I don't know, an Age of Ultron thing. Or, or, or is it just like a, like, Fast and Furious, like, this thing could, ha- this, this, this thing could take over every te- every piece of technology in the planet, like... I, I don't think it's a hacking thing, because that was the, that was sort of done in other movies, like the Knocklist, the Rabbit's Foot, they're very, and then... Whatever. The rabbit's foot, even though they never explained what it actually was, I feel like that was like a biological weapon or something. Was it? I feel like because they never they never explained what it was. It was just like it's yeah, the rabbit's okay. foot. It's like, but it was it was in like a canister, so it felt like oh, that was like it was. A, I totally forgot like what the MacGuffin was. Yeah, it was it was like this is canister. They never opened or explained what the hell it was. It was but like, I think the implication was that it was some sort of like crazy bioweapon that like folks uh, from wanted. And then, and then the last couple has been like, you know, like nuclear weapons and like, you know, like Rogue Nation was like, like the network of like evil spies and. Okay, so, but I feel like having a super weapon that can hack everything is not enough by today's standards because I feel like that's been overdone. But yeah. having an AI system that they built and now it's now it's like leading a certain group that it, yeah it selected to do its bidding sounds more there's chaotic. That, there's like, there's, it's like that, uh, there's like that Peacock show, Mrs. Davis. That's like that, where it's like, there's an AI. It's like controlling people and like telling them what to do. That's what that is. Yeah. And then like, and then like, but then like, there's like, like, uh, like Betty Gilpin's like the nun. It was like trying to like, it's like the AI tells her to like, go find like the, like Holy Grail or something. It, huh. I've, heard, I've heard it's really weird, but like, it's like the whole premise is like, there's like Mrs. Davis is like this AI that like can like, knows everything about everyone, so that's how it's able to, like, manipulate people to, like, do whatever it wants. It knows all the weaknesses. And there was also, like, Westworld, like, the last couple, the last two seasons of Westworld, too, was, like, like the, like, there was, like, the AI that, like, 
predicted people could predict like people's like like Aaron Paul like there was like oh you you have like an eighty percent chance of like committing suicide so we're gonna like we're not gonna give you any sort of like like social class like you you're just like a construction worker and then because we don't think you're gonna be around <laughs> I predict I predict you're not gonna be around for like much longer so. Damn. Well, that, that's why I feel like that's what it's going for. It's that AI is an enemy if we let it un- be uncontrolled, and Ethan Hunt is going to be doing something to it. Yeah. And as I say, I think because the way the, the trailer shot and the dialogue, it makes sense that Ethan Hunt is sort of like the most ideal to fight this machine, so in order to stop it, it... it puts a bunch of BS on him that makes him a rogue agent or something want it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that to me is like a fun idea uh, because was every second movie, he's always like a rogue agent. <laughs> yeah. So we're back to that formula. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mind when he basically has the backing of every agency or like, he sort of doesn't have to struggle to get things approved. He just does it. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm saying. Like the AI is the only thing that makes sense where a bunch of emails and documents show up and that's what it's like, okay, I got this message. It's like the failure in communication. And it's like, he, because he's just like, you know, doesn't listen to anyone. He's the best one to do this. It's like, ah, cutting through the red tape by throwing a motorcycle off the mountaintop. Yeah. I bet the AI couldn't predict that. (laughs) Well, and then the main team is back. So, like, Rebecca Ferguson, Simon Pegg, Ving Rhames, uh, Haley Atwell is is joining the team, looks like. And then uh, Cy Morales and Pom Clemente for, like, the main villains. Um, and Henry Zerny's back from the very first, like, uh, Kit Ridge from the first Mission Impossible movie is back. What's he been up to? Hang out with Mar- uh, Lawrence Fishburne? He was in, uh, well, Henry Zerny's, like, been in a bunch of stuff recently. Like, he was in Scream 6 recently, so. Well, I'm talking about in, in the. Oh, but Kit, like, like what yeah. the hell's been Kit Rich been doing? Like, yeah, like, because, like, I think, wasn't he, like, the director of IMF in, like, the first yeah, movie was, or something? And, the, then, and then we've had, like, we've had, like, Lawrence Fisher and Alec Baldwin since then? I get Anthony Hopkins, because he didn't really do anything. Yeah. He just hung out. Mm-hmm. But. Definitely think uh, Kittridge was the more CIA base, and he was uh, more hands-on interrogation. Especially when he met Ethan at that cafe in Paris. Yeah. And then everyone else was sort of like, all right, you like even Rogue Nation, Alec Baldwin wasn't the boss. The the IMF boss was 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 that like another IMF boss, the one that was in the car that got shot up. I think there was like a like a rant like some random one that like <laughs> no one cared about. Hmm. Now we're we're always obsessed about like the world building of the IMF because it's so random. And if you think about number three when they had that whole building and the network and the training and then it's very yeah. organized. It's it's a li- it's a li- it's a little the first three are kind of like very splintered and then. Starting with like four, and then especially like the last last couple, because it's it's been the same director 
Christopher Quarry every time. So like they've really like focused in on like story and stuff in the last couple of mm-hmm. ones. But yeah, if you go back to like yeah one and two and three, it's like they're like if they it's like totally different feels, totally different like 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 two is like just like Tom Cruise by himself basically just no team almost and then like no that's why we're really surprised that there was like a support group yeah or you know like in number three at least where there was multiple teams or multiple divisions yeah because that was the one where like uh like like Carrie Russell and she got her head like like her brain disintegrated in the Mm -hmm. beginning of it yeah But uh, I mean, it, look, it looks awesome. I mean, it looks action-wise. I mean, yeah, that motorcycle stunt looks insane. Like they're fighting on top of a train. Like Rebecca Ferguson and Sam Morell is gonna like samurai fight each other with swords and is <laughs> <laughs> that like whatever that whatever that desert scene is where like Rebecca Ferguson is, like sniping people and yeah, I mean, it looks it looks it looks crazy. Um, and yeah, this will be July twelfth, so definitely excited for that one. And then we also got the first trailer this week for the new Martin Scorsese movie, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, which is based on a nonfiction book of the same name. And it is based on a true story. Um, it is set in the 1920s, and the uh, the Osage uh, Native American tribe in Oklahoma, basically, they became extremely wealthy because they like they discovered oil on their lands. But then there was like a like a serial killer was like killing them all or like or killing like a bunch of like prominent members of their tribe. And then it was like one of the first big like FBI cases, like, because this is like, like very beginning of the FBI. So that, this is like one of their first big cases that they investigated. When the FBI just became like a bigger thing. Yeah. It was like, you know, it was like, it's like 29 year old Jagger Hoover is involved Ooh. in that and stuff. So like very, super, super early FBI and like their first kind of big, like serial killer, like, like cr- major crime like na- nation yeah crime so that, yeah. that's interesting and i never heard of this. this this seems like a cool concept so i also feel like this would have been better as a tv show just so it could really take its pace <laughs> well i mean it's three and a half hours long so i mean i yeah. mean it could have been like like a, a four episode long tv show or something but miniseries yeah I, all these I, I appreciate mis- murder mystery shows that don't try to rush it in all one big episodic thing. I mean, yeah, not even episodic, just one giant, like, go, 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 go. It's all like, how many days have gone by? It's only been two days. It's like, no, it's been a month. Like, wait, what? Yeah, this definitely could have been like um, the uh, Under the Banner of Heaven, like that, like, you know, Andrew Garfield, like uh, Mormon true, true crime show. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it, it has the same vibe of slow burn mystery where they leave, like, crumbs of clues instead of just big like plot twist but yeah no it's yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be one three and a half hour long movie <laughs> so yeah Mark Scorsese's definitely uh just there's no he has no he has no limits now like he just can do whatever he wants there's no there's no time limit there's no uh no restrictions uh it's it, it, this is gonna be an apple tv plus um well it's, it's gonna be paramount paramount's putting it out in theaters um and, but then Apple TV Plus is going to have it streaming after after the theatrical run, so kind of like a, a mixed a mixed kind of like. Cause I don't I don't think it's going to end up on Paramount Plus because like even though like Paramount's doing like the uh, theatrical uh, release, and uh, Scorsese he, ha- he has his, t- his his two main collaborators are are with him, so he's got Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio are both co-starring in this movie, 
and also uh, Brendan Fraser, Jesse Plemons, uh, Lee Gladstone, John Lithgow, like all star cast. Def- yeah, definitely looks like an interesting kind of like true crime, uh, you know, period movie. And that's gonna be, yeah, October is gonna hit theaters. Then sometime after that, maybe a couple months after that, it'll be on Apple TV Plus. And uh, we also got the teaser trailer for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, uh, which is a Universal Blumhouse uh, collaboration. So yeah, short teaser. Hopefully, we'll probably get a new tra- uh, a full trailer sometime maybe in like next month too here, but. Uh, first, first taste of what the Five Nights at Freddy's movie is gonna be like, and it seems like it seems like they're nailing the uh, the like you know look of Five Nights at Freddy's. The the robots look look like look uh really good and like mm-hmm. you know they're practical and. I know. I, I kind of thought that would be cartoon CGI monsters. And uh, yeah, it's it's I think it's. I think it's based, it's based on the first game, um, and then Josh Hutcherson is, is going to be like the uh, security guard who's kind of like supposed to like you know keep watch over uh, Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, and like then you know the horrible <laughs> robot madness happens to him. Yeah, I mean they've tried to make this concept a few times, not under the Friday Nights at Freddy's, but just like other things. Yeah, Willy's Willy's Wonderland, the uh, Banana Splits movie. And this is going to be a uh, theatrical and Peacock hybrid release. So you can either either go to theaters and see it or watch it on Peacock on October 27th. To be honest, if I watch it on Peacock, because there's no (laughs) way I'm going to go to a theater full (laughs) of kids. Yeah. Just parents who don't understand. Is this also is this rated R or PG thirteen? I think it's gonna be like full R, like full like horror. Wow. Yeah, there's gonna be some parents who just yeah, video game movie, whatever. Just bring your kids and then get mad when it's like upsetting for them. Though you don't really see blood in the game. No. Well, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's. I don't think it's officially gotten its like rating yet. So. That'll probably be like in like a couple months. We'll probably get like the official rating. It's an R. I'd be kind of like like more interested. But uh, yeah. Speaking speaking of video games, uh, we also got a big video game trailer this week. We got the trailer for Mortal Kombat One, which is the uh, latest NetherRealm Studios game. It's coming uh, coming in September. And it's picking up from the end of Mortal Kombat 11, which, you know, spoilers for that, but uh, Liu Kang became Fire God Liu Kang and basically was able to, like, recreate, basically rebuild the entire universe. So so Mortal Kombat 1 is going to take place in, like, this, like, you know, the Liu Kang rebooted universe. But you totally forgot about, like, portals. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, apparently he rebuilt the entire universe, but like was still like, eh, we'll still have a, we'll still have more combat term. We'll still have like like other realm like or like uh, you know outworlds trying to invade us still. <laughs> I won't fix time. that problem. Like, yeah, he just did not think to stop that part. Yeah, I mean, okay, it's weird because he's supposed to be the god of all creation in time or something. 
he ba- well, he basically he kind of became the new Raiden, but then he also got like the control of like the hourglass that like controls time because he defeated like the, like the elder god of time, Chronica. So he, so he basically he controls time and also like and he has like fire and like lightning powers. So he's basically he's like the most powerful elder god ever, but like he's still just like eh, it's fine. I don't care. Chase Chase will be still be here. Like I'm sure like Shao Kahn's around somewhere too. Like a new Shao Kahn's probably running around somewhere too. So. The crazy thing is, uh, in the trailer, when, Sha- when Shang Tsung shows up and just destroys all the other fighters... Yeah. I feel like that was a... Is that supposed to say that those guys aren't coming back? Or that, like, we're going to get a redo? <laughs> Where, uh, after he defeats this Shang Tsung, Liu Kang just goes, Okay, time to go to my, my sand clock and reset the time again let's try it again you know like it becomes a groundhog's day if i'm trying to prevent their deaths over and over again yeah i don't yeah i don't know it's just they ever, they basically said like oh this is it's, it's, it's in the new Liu kang universe um and then kind of maybe implied like scorpion and sub-zero are gonna be like you know like allies together and uh you also have like katana and melina and uh raiden and kung lao and and Johnny Cage, although it's which like I don't know how Johnny Cage is gonna be around because it seems like this game is also taking place like in like the early part of like the like new universe, like the ancient part of the, so like I don't know how Johnny Cage is gonna be there. But the big reveal or like big news, it wasn't in the trailer, but like it was like news around the trailer was that one of the like DLC skins for Johnny Cage is gonna be John Claude Van Damme. Whoa! So fulfill, finally, the, 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 the we have come full circle. The promise is fulfilled because. The original Mortal Kombat was obviously was, if you knew, is was supposed to be a blood sport game originally, starring John Claude Van Damme, and then it turned into Mortal Kombat. But yeah, so so yeah, John Claude Van Damme will finally play the character that he was supposed to play in the original Mortal Kombat. I don't think it was his fault that he wasn't in that game. I think it was just like a licensing issue. Yeah, right? so, yeah, something with something. Yeah, they didn't want to license Bloodsport, or like, yeah, there's something happened there, and then they made their they made their own original thing that obviously has endured for <laughs> decades. I feel like this could be the last Mortal Kombat because they, they 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 finally got what they set up to try to do the first time. Yeah, and, and uh, now and they're I, done. And uh, there's gonna be other like other cameos characters as well in the DLC. Although they haven't really said who's gonna show up, but like they've already. I mean, they've already had like so many other like movie characters like i don't know who else is left to like show up in like <laughs> world combat because i mean who's in terminator robocop uh like freddy krueger wasn't wasn't jason in in one right yeah, jason or, was one of them yeah like the predator Le- leatherface was, was leatherface one leatherface was in one yeah the ninja turtles oh the, the ninja turtles in justice but that's still i mean still that's the same studio but uh, was it Spawn? Yep, he yeah. was in the last one. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like who, who's who's left? I mean, uh, just I don't John know. Wick, like, yeah, I could see John Wick. It'd be funny. Yeah. I also think maybe they'll dig even deeper and just bring in like, uh, I don't know, like cartoon characters where it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, they bought Garfield? Yeah, Garfield's in Mortal Kombat. 
or it's like just super super deep cut like like eighties horror like characters like like Pumpkinhead or something. <laughs> like, or like the Tingler, just like yeah. what? Some like uh nineteen thirties urban legend monster they're just throwing in, like the Jersey Devil. It's Jack the Ripper. <laughs> like Hey, that's license free. Spring Heel Jack, like Oh, it's the Scranton Strangler. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I find out more closer to the release, who else might show up. But uh, so Mortal Kombat 1's coming out September 19th. It's going to be on PS5, Xbox, Xbox Series SX, PC, and Switch. So, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely interested to see more uh, of, of Mortal Kombat 1 as we get closer to the release date like who's showing up more character i think there's also they said the six more characters they haven't showed yet so along with like the ones they showed in the trailer so lots lot, more 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 to come for Mortal Kombat one and actually speaking of games uh we also got a trailer slash news this week for uh dead by daylight which is another game speaking of like you know games that have like cameo characters like dead by daylight has had like a ton of char- uh, cameos from like horror icons uh over its like lifetime and uh they're getting their next big like cameo character is nicholas cage playing himself so so like i I don't know if he's gonna be like a like what like a killer or survivor or just like some sort of other character but like (laughs) <laughs> like, I, I could see him being a deranged version of himself where something went wrong and now he's stalking people. And yeah. that is something up his alley where it's just bizarre and he has a cage freakout and he just knows his brand now. Like, I, I would want to play against him more than play as him. Yeah. But I understand they did it like a quick hey, he's in it. He's just like a he's in a cage, he got sucked into like a horror situation. Let's see how he handles himself. I'm mm. fine with that too. Yeah. I I mean <laughs> playing as Nicolas Cage, like killing people, I mean <laughs> that'd be that'd be insane. Mm-hmm. Like Nicolas Cage just hang like hanging people on hooks. <laughs> I didn't yeah, you, if he's if he's one of the killers, so they you have to like figure out what his powers are too. Like it'd be awesome if he had like like powers from like some of his movies. Like if he like pulled out like like the Mandy like giant axe or something, or like or like uh yeah. like face off like dump, like he could like dual wield guns or something, or he turned into a vampire or something. Like I'm I'm fine with that because that is on brand with him. Yeah. Yeah, so so we got a we got a teaser, like voiceover by Nicolas Cage. We got to see like CG Nicolas Cage. Uh, apparently, there's gonna be more uh, news on July 5th. So like, month, month, like two months from now, we'll, we'll get some more info about what this actually is. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited to see <laughs> what 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 like what you actually can do with Nicolas Cage and uh, possibly like play as him. Or try or try to survive him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just want to know if it's weird because out of all the characters, he's the only one that's really grounded. Everyone else is a like a based on something else, or you know, they're they're fiction characters. Yeah. Um, 
this is the weird. All right, we're gonna start slowly introduce Nick Cage into things. Error that I'm all I'm all for. Let's bring him into other things now. Yeah. So he had a choice. He might have he might not have a choice to be. Hey, do you want to be in Call of Duty or Dead by Daylight? <laughs> yeah. I think I think he needs like a full like uh like just an, like a third person action game or something like he he's like a wheel man or like a like you know like remember that era where it was just like oh yeah like, no it was the, the late nineties yeah. early two thousands where movie stars needed a side gig so they the stranglehold like the like hard boiled reap like sequel awesome. well stranglehold but yeah stranglehold was great um but yeah there's like yeah wheel man the like the spy hunter sequel with the rock there was like. I, they just un, unnecessarily insert a movie star into this game to help publicity. Yeah. So I I, I recently <laughs> played. We, we talked about the Spy Hunter game with the rock in it. Yeah. I watched a, like a review or something about it, and there's way more on the foot missions in that game than I thought. Yes. It's not just as you play as the rock in a car. It, it's like he gets out of the car and does his own like I don't know, stealth missions and then gets back in his car. That was that was like one of the things that people hated so much about it. It was like this is not Spy Hunter. Like like running around and like and like like shooting people in like a terrible like Gears of War knockoff is not Spy Hunter. So at least they didn't do that. It wasn't a game where you're playing in a you know a go kart or something, and randomly Nick Cage's head is there. It's like you get to do something with him in a 3D space. But uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, well, yeah, we'll find out in July uh, exactly what's going on with this uh, Nicholas Cage stuff. And uh, other big news, we got some huge Disney news uh, this week. They are closing the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, in September, so it's been, I think it's been basically like a year. Two years. Two years, and it's it's already closing. They spent something like two billion dollars on the building, the marketing, the high acting, and the expenses, and yeah. it, it it's not making any money. Well, I mean, it's got it's got to be like it's got to be the cost of going there is has to be like the main reason like it did not live up to expectations because like you, there's only there's only like so, so many people that could pay you know five thousand dollars for two days to stay in a hotel oh it's a thousand a thousand dollars a person, person yeah and then per day so yeah. and it's, that it's, only covers your basic food and your ticket but you're pretty much stuck there all the time and let alone going to Florida and stuff like that, you know, like that doesn't even cover how much it costs to go there. So it, it, it's crazy. It's like, it's was it like, if you want a, the full storyline experience where it's a whole cruise thing where there's a start and end to the characters, it's five or six days. And that thing is $5,000, like $6,000 after taxes. Like, if you want to understand like the whole storyline of what's going on on well, the, and, like, no, the cruise, no, it, was, it was only it was only it was, it was only ever two, it was all of it was all it was two days. It was like there was there was like a oh sort really? Of thing. No, I thought it was a longer storyline. No, it was it was two days, and, and I've seen I've seen videos like like a couple like you know like travel blog like YouTube channels and stuff. It's yeah, it it's, it the story is always the same, 
but it, but it, if you if you went if you're an insane person went multiple times, you could like follow like different characters. Like it depends like which cast like which like like you know like actor you talk to. Like if you, if you like if you start talking to like you know like one character, you'd end up on like one path, and then you like mm-hmm. you'd see like different things. And if you but if you talk to like another character, you like end up on like a different like. Like if, if you, like if you talk to like the first order officer that's on board, then you might end up in like doing like all this like first order stuff. And then if you talk to like 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 uh the, like the captain or like the like you know the, the the agent for like the singer that's on board, then you get maybe do different things and like help like the help you know, like help Chewbacca escape the ship and help Ray get on board the ship and stuff. Really? Yeah. That sounds cool, but yeah, the commitment and time was just always going to be against that. And then, I don't know, like, if it wasn't in Disney World, I would see if it was, like, some other place you went to that wasn't really bothered by the fact that you had to spend so much money to get there, and then you're surrounded in a theme park. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's sort of distracting someone like me, who already dropped this much money, and then you can't go outside because it breaks the immersion. Like, you, you have to do this one thing. Because well, you can get your money's worth. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure you stayed, you stayed in the hotel, and you, you do like all the like the activities and like the like story stuff on the hotel. But then also, and then also they have like you know like the, the food, and then like there's like the, the like the the bar, and like you can play like sabak, you can play card like card game in like the, the bar and stuff. You had, to, you had to pay for every drink. There's no, like, drink plan, though. You had to pay for every drink, obviously, which is, like... Well, expense. I think, like, every alcoholic thing you had to pay. Yes. At yeah. that price, you're not... I'm, I would not get drunk because you spend so much money that you just want to absorb everything, like... You know what I mean? Like, to get your money's worth. And then and then one and then one of the days, I think it's, like, the second day, maybe, That's then you get, like, your, like, excursion to Galaxy's Edge, and then you get, like, a shuttle to Galaxy's Edge, and then you come back... And then when I, heard, I, I saw the foot, did you see photos of the shell? Yeah, it's a, it's like a box truck. They like it's like a truck that you get on, and then but they like they make the inside look like it's a like a Star Wars shuttle, and they have like they they pump in like there's like a Rex Rex droid like driving it, I think like a, like some, like Star Tours like that kind of droid. But yeah, it's but if you like literally saw what was happening, it's like you're in like a truck just driving from like the hotel to like Galaxy's Edge. Crazy. And then there's like there's then there's like special things you can like there's like special like missions you can do in Galaxy's Edge you can like scan stuff or go to, go to talk to certain people in Galaxy's Edge and like get like more storyline stuff. I, heard, I it's also I heard it's like a lot of like cell phone stuff you have, you have to like download the app and it's all just like tons of app stuff where it's like you're like having conversations with people on the app and you're getting missions on the app and so now I know you don't really go to a lot of theme parks like that. Is that worth it to you if it was a little bit cheaper? Uh, I would. I would be if it was just like like they should have just made like a Star Wars hotel and not with like, not any of this like crazy like role playing stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. I yeah. I, I agree with you. If they just did a hotel where it's themed first and you get greeted like a Star Wars thing, I yeah. think that would have been like the have, step have, in the right direction. Have like each floor be like a different planet or something themed. Like it's like oh you're on. Floor three, it's Endor or something. <laughs> like, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm sure. Like, if you remember this or seen it, when you go to like Star Tours, yeah, and they show you little clips of what the other planets, like tourist destinations, are like there. Mm-hmm. That that seemed like just what I want. Like, it's one of those haha. Like, hey, I'm I'm on a 
it's how many Star Tours is just like a Greyhound bus. You know, it's just like, yeah. hey, we're taking you around this area. Okay. And it's just enough like fantasy and reality where I enjoyed it. But this, like, I think we even talked about it at first was an idea. It's so much role playing. Like, you have to immerse yourself in order to get your money's worth and in order to get the storyline. Like, you can't not yeah. be into it. You, you know, like, it's such a commitment to not break your character and then their character. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't been in Disney in the last few years, like, it's, like, I don't know what happened, what's going on, but people are going crazy, you know, fights and just, like, tension and then there's, like, scarcity. So I can't imagine the other group, like, I guess when you see a lot of the bloggers, they're having, like, a better experience, but on the off day that it's just, like, a bunch of assholes there... Yeah, you know, just like, like, hey. yeah, like I like there's got like well, I can't even imagine like there, there wouldn't be any like, normal like weird like just like you know like like middle of America like families there probably it's all like crazy hardcore Star Wars fans but like can you imagine mm-hmm. just like so like just a random like family that was not into like not into like the role playing just like we're at the Star Wars hotel like they're just like walking around with, that, like, that has to happen like with, you know like that had to have happened enough where they sort of had to prep everything and get that ready like you can't you know what i mean like it, it's a pos. it's always gonna be a possibility yeah but i think basically by now they they ironed it out where that possibility isn't there to get the suckers money like to get their cash and not put like on a show there's not enough people to make it worth it then you know like it's a very niche group it, think about a renaissance fair renaissance fair is kind of open to everyone and it's just like i don't know eight hours if you wanted to but it's very, like, at your own pace. This this hotel, like, excursion experience is, is like, a super form of it. But another thing is, that's why they don't have a Renaissance theme hotel. Like, you know, there's, there's no anything beyond a six-hour time limit that you were, like, living in this, like, fantasy thing. But... I'm surprised. Like now, I think about it. Maybe Zach, maybe we should pull our money together. We should make. We should buy out their hotel and then just turn into a Renaissance theme hotel now. <laughs> like instead of going from high sci-fi, we went to high fantasy. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, do you want to spend like a few days at a, a medieval times, where like you eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the same room like this, and then you sleep on a bed of hay? I'm surprised there's not a medieval theme hotel that well, is I'm, well, like that. I wonder. I wonder if like Universal is like waiting to see what happened with this because like they could make a Harry Potter like hotel like that and like make like billions. They would have made a lot of money, but I think Harry Potter is a lot easier entryway if they treat it that everyone there is like a first year student and it's like we're showing you tricks and one day you'll get magical powers. That's fine. Star Wars, I think, is way more of a higher concept where there's political intrigue, there's rebellions, there's a like fascist army, there's spies, there's smugglers, you know, there's so much more mm-hmm. and it's more well known. So there's gonna be like intense people. If you think, again, the crazy thing is if they lowered that price point so that anyone could just go to Star Wars, it would be a shit show, right? Yeah. Any kind of person that just basically saw one of the movies decided to go because it's only like two hundred bucks a day. Like, 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 like dads just be like, like in like the bar, be like, y'all got Bud Light or like y'all got like 
Miller Lite or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Just, can I get Bob with that? I'm sick of this uh, green drinks over here. You know? And like, then I, just like. And then like my, my kids don't like the food. You have like macaroni and cheese or chicken, you got chicken, chicken nuggets. nuggets. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's you just be like right next to that person who's been waiting all their life for this kind of LARPing experience. And it's just being shat on by like non-fans. Yeah. Or it's like again, I have memories of going to Disney World and it's just like, oh, look, a little bit of character interactions and then a line cues and there's always someone who doesn't understand that etiquette of just wait your turn. And so they just rush to the front and there's a mob, you know? Think think Comic-Con, Zach. Think, like, yeah. how nerdy that is and now try to cram that into a hotel. Like, just, I can't imagine what kind of, like, bonker people that is just going to be there just, like, just like writing things that should be written on, like spilling things and just like putting stickers on stuff like that. I could, I, that, that would have been chaos. Like it doesn't, it's like a no win situation. And yeah, like we're losing this <laughs> building that was just too good to be true. But I think like the concept was fine if it was on a, like an actual cruise ship or something, you know, like it, I just think it being part of Disney World was the the like the Achilles heel. Well, and and the I mean the, the prices. Oh like, no, the prices pr- absurd. Yeah. But that may, but how much money has to go into everything to power and then to turn like all the lights and pay the actors like. Yeah. I also don't want like a Star Wars actor who's getting paid below the minimum wage who is not going to put on a, like a performance. You imagine that there's like some like angry teen who's playing like the I don't know like a smuggler character and just like halfway through the performance they're like I'm not getting paid enough for this uh, I'm out of here yeah 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 here's the here's the code where's your app <laughs> you know what you know all the spoil is uh, Vader's behind this door bye. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. So, but yeah, they're they're booking uh, the last the last uh, run of run of the hotel is gonna be twenty eighth to the thirtieth, and then they're shutting the doors. It's it it's it, they haven't said they're gonna like do something else with that building. So that's gonna be like a that'd be like crazy like just like loss of like they put some like however they put in that building of like and it's it's just, it's closed. We're just gonna wall it off and <laughs> no one's yeah, going there. We're just gonna build something on top of it. Yeah, or bulldoze it or something. <laughs> like, it, it's such a crazy waste because I feel like they could have filmed something there. They could have yeah. done an episode of Mando in there. You you could have it have it you could have it just be like a like some sort of like attraction like a I mean you could pay like a little extra not not like a thousand dollars but like a couple little extra and you could have like a like a day thing of like oh you go here for like two out three hours or whatever. You come in, you come in and have lunch, and then you do like a a super short version of like the like experience that the hotel had or something. Yeah, that actually makes more sense. Where it's just a small bonus to your day, and it's like, okay, well, you can't get into the main theme parks. Do you want to go to um basically medieval times, but it's like Star Wars times? Yeah. It's like you're not gonna sleep here. I'm gonna stay there. You're there for just entertainment, and then you're gone, and then you just book. Uh, sessions where instead of the two-day story experience, it's just like everyone follows one group. 
like a murder mystery dinner. That's all they had to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you can do it. I, again, there was no... It's weird because there are so many examples that me and you were just listing as what they could have done as a prototype, but they went hardcore into the let's let's make people sleep around this entertainment. <laughs> so um, other news, um, we got some we got some news about uh, I think two of our favorite uh, you know action stars, uh, Scott Atkins and Marco Zavor. Uh, they're going to co-star in a movie, a new movie coming up called Diablo. Uh, not not the game, just uh, it's called <laughs> it's just called the yeah, it's a totally unrelated Diablo. Um, but it, they were obviously in uh, John Wick Chapter Four together. I mean, they, they didn't have any scenes together, but they were both in that movie. And they they were both in uh, Savage Dog a couple years ago, which was like one of the best recent Scott Atkins movies. And uh, it's it's, it's going to be another. Uh, Ernesto Diaz Espinosa, who's directed like two other recent like Marco Story movies, like Fist of the Condor and Redeemer, uh, is directing this one. And Scott Atkins is going to play a guy named Chris Cheney, who gets re- he gets released released from prison. And he, and he has to he gets basically he gets forced into like doing this job to like kidnap the daughter of like a powerful gangster, and then that like gangster sends like a bunch of like killers after him, including Marco Zor. Oh, so they're just like opposing. They're not teaming up. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Which I mean, hope, which, hopefully that means we're gonna get like a awesome, at least one awesome like Scott Atkins and Marco Zor fight. I just think that's a TV show. Well, it, it, no, it's it's a movie. Oh. Um, and yeah, they're, they're filming it. They're they're gonna shoot it uh, later this year and. Uh, and then yeah, hopefully it'll be out like me like late this year or next year. Um, yeah, I think I think I think I think you and I, Chris, like whatever Scott, like if Scott gets in something, we're definitely gonna check it out or like we're definitely interested in it. And if, if you haven't seen Savage Dog yet, like go check that out because like those two like they have like a like, crazy like that movie's like super awesome, brutal. Like they have they have an awesome fight in that movie. This this definitely one of the best like Scott Atkins like. Uh, like within like last couple of years movies. It's it's also nice to see Marcos Zorro getting better movies, but then like uh the one, the one I reviewed for our, for our site like mm-hmm. uh like uh what the hell was, I, I I totally forget what it's even called. It was like where he was like a like he got like, he basically got turned like a Universal Soldier. Invincible. That was not good. Yeah, I've never heard of that but, one. But I, but I feel I feel like that was like a like a COVID movie. Like they shot it during COVID and they couldn't really do anything. <laughs> so, but I mean, he was like Marcos Zorro. Was, he was awesome in John Wick. I've heard uh, Fist of the Condor is actually is is pretty awesome. So, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah those two up against each other should be pr- pretty cool. So, and then uh, last bit of news for this week is we got we got news about a bunch of uh, TV shows coming back. Um, Quite a few reality shows are just like kind of like you know not I, I think probably related to the writer's strike like there are people are trying to like you know all all the networks all, like, all are trying to get like stuff that maybe they don't need to like have <laughs> that, that can be like strike proof and like just get out there like but like same thing happened in, like 2007 when like that 
net rare strike where it was like we just got like endless reality tv so we're getting like a lot of like reality tv coming back uh one of those shows being kitchen nightmares is coming back after a decade away i didn't know it was a decade yeah yeah the last episode uh aired on in 2014 and uh but yeah it's, it's coming back uh you know, Gordon Ramsay going to more restaurants and yelling at people and calling them panini heads and <laughs> ding dongs or whatever. Um, and it's 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 going to be uh, Gordon Ramsay's his, his actual production company, Studio Ramsay, is going to produce it. I think the I think the issue with the original Run of Nightmares was that he like his his company he didn't have a it was a different production company and like there were some issues with, like like they weren't getting like the, like you know like what some of like the rights or like the like the pay like the it was it was, it was some sort of like disagreement between like Gordon Ramsay and like the like production company because he didn't like he it wasn't one he like ran or like like had anything to do with and then that, that that's why the original show failed and then we got like all the other uh <laughs> yeah all all the master chefs and Hell's Kitchen and what's the new one like Next Level Chef or something <laughs> it was like Kid Chef all those yeah. kind of things wait is Chop still around? I think Chop is still around. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, I don't really follow celeb like reality cooking shows like that so much. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I always wonder why there was a boom of that from 2008. Right, it was like 2008, 2010, the boot, the like, the birth of the trash reality TV show. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the, I, I, the funny thing, I, I don't know if it had any, like, like, uh, like impact on it coming back, but, like, the Kitchen Nightmares YouTube channel is, like, still, like, super active. <laughs> Even though the show, the show has been, there hasn't been a new episode of the show in, like, ten years. Like, the YouTube channel still puts out, like, like a clip compilation, like, every week. They, like, are, like, live broadcasting clips. Like, it's become, like, and then... They, like it's become like kind of this like like cult, like kind of YouTube meme channel where it's like like every title is just like a crazy meme like whoever's like any, whoever's like running that channel still is like putting out these like ridiculous like meme titles in every video. Yeah, that's why I thought it was still alive because I I definitely stumbled on that YouTube page. They just well they just they just show the same clips over and over again, but like everyone just keeps watching them because it's like it's just like oh yeah they just like put them in a different order. It's like oh yeah I'll watch this under a slightly different order I'll watch this again. I'll watch the same, like, five clips of Gordon, like, going to, like, disgusting, like, putting his hands in, like, disgusting, slimy, like, whatever is in the fridge. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Kitchen Apples will be back on Fox um, sometime in the near future here. And then we're also uh, getting a reboot of the Joe Schmo show, which uh, a, lot, a lot of people have been talking about recently because uh, that show Jury Duty came out. Um, on freebie that was basically like the Joe Schmo show but like in like a it was like a there was one guy who was on jury like this jury duty but then everyone else in the, everyone else in the show was an actor including James Marston playing himself um and so a lot of people were like oh this is like this is like the Joe Schmo show so Warren Bros. Discovery is bringing it back on TBS so we're getting a new Joe Schmo show same same premise um uh, as the you know original, it's like one guy is on a reality show, but the reality show is fake, and he's the only person who doesn't really know it's fake, and everyone else is like an actor, and it's all you know it's all scripted, it's all like like designed to like just like trick the, trick this like one guy. 
Yeah, it, it, that doesn't seem like it needed a whole TV show. I feel like that's just like a YouTube prank by today's standards. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that... Wasn't the original like a like Spike? Was that when Spike first launched? Wasn't that like a like the, like the, the the big like one of the first like big shows? Either it was Spike or it was Fox that Joe Schmo came out on. Oh no, yeah, it was, it was Spike. Yeah. Wait, is Spike TV around or that, it's it's, that it's, it's, it, it's Paramount Network now? Okay. Yeah, I I totally forgot what like Spike morphed out of. Because it just had anything and grab its hands on. Yeah, and then like so yeah, and like the first the first season was a uh like just like a normal like a normal kind of like reality show, like competition show, and then the second season was like a like a like it was like a parody of like a dating show, but like it was still like the, still the same premise of like everyone was an actor except for one guy. So yeah, so so that's coming back on TBS. Um, and then we're also uh, also coming back to TBS is Dinner in a Movie. I don't know if if people remember that from back in the day. That's it's been oh twelve years, twelve twelve years since that's been a thing. But uh, yeah, that's coming back. Um, I remember that. So this was this was, uh, like TBS when they air they would it'd be Dinner in a Movie. They would air like a movie, and then they would have it would be like a the two hosts hosting it, and then they would during the movie they would like they'd like show you how to cook like a like some sort of like dinner that goes along with the movie, or like I think, a theater like around it, the movie the or something. Whole episode. What? Well, it was it was like, it was like a it was a like a dinner that was like themed around the movie, or like it was like oh a pun based on the movie, like yeah yeah uh, yeah. But it was it, it took like the whole episode to get the whole recipe. Yeah. Which is annoying because if you're looking to actually learn to cook it's pretty much the worst way to cook because it's like i remember like watching it going oh that sounds interesting and then like i missed something and then it's like well i don't know how they did this anymore you know and then you're like well i'll come back after the commercial after this kind of new commercial within it because it's like oh hey like because they don't go back and explain steps they just like all right well here it is that's why thank god for the internet and for like recipe breakdowns because <laughs> if i was one of those people like you know our parents was that generation that they had to like whip out a vhs record that scene because if this recipe goes away they're not going to find it for months if that you know they have to remember the time the date and that you know like the episode mm-hmm. just to figure out like a pastry recipe Yeah, I think that they they cooked like a full course meal, but they broke it up between segments. So whatever commercial break there was, they would do it. I'm also thinking it has to be dinner movie movies were uh weren't like action packed, right? Like they were very they were kind of like family friendly or they were like sloppy romance movies. I feel like there's yeah I feel like there's like a, like like a lot of like romantic comedies for dinner and movie, um, the deadline article that like I'm I'm looking at that like now it's when it's coming back they mentioned like they they when they showed like drumline, and then they had a the like the, the like the dinner they or the 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 dish they made was like the beats the beats go on, 
and it was like obviously a beat a beat based <laughs> uh dish and no they haven't announced who's gonna host it is is basically there's, there's gonna be two hosts uh two celebrity hosts and the chef um for this new version and then you know same format they're gonna the the TBS will show a movie and then they'll like every every commercial or every like they'll cut cut out to like these host segments and they'll like comment on the movie and then you know go through go through making whatever food item they're they're making that's like tied to the movie. And yeah, and nowhere when it's gonna start on TBS, but uh, sometime in the near future, TBS will be uh, showing up. Which I think did they get didn't like they get rid of all like the like t- like 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 scripted shows on TBS like there's no like original like comedy shows anymore it's just like it's just to be like also like reality shows or like some yeah sort of, like, yeah TBS really was dumping out everything that required I guess like a budget and I then that, I think TBS and TNT they're like well yeah there's gonna be no nothing original out of here anymore. <laughs> I thought it was TNT because they know well, drama. Well, because well, TNT like they canceled like all their like it's like Snowpiercer and like Animal Kingdom and a couple other like shows that they had going on, and then they like they, like wiped all those out at post merger. So I think TNT is gonna be like, I don't I can't like I don't remember what they're gonna like they're doing they're doing something different with both networks that is like is like thematically like I think there's I think they're keeping like the TBS comedy TNT like action drama kind of thing but like it's gonna be more like yeah like airing movies or like airing like non-scripted shows or something that's part of the whole like crazy like warner brothers discovery cost cut- cutting measures <laughs> but the uh last last two shows that are also coming back uh showtime is apparently gonna bring back uh nurse jackie and weeds like reruns or they're just making more they are new new you know like new kind of re- reboot reboot sequel like you know like the original cast coming back and it's just it's gonna pick up like however however many years it's been since they ended like just and just continue continue both those shows like nurse jackie doesn't need a one like i i actually read the synopsis about that a few years ago and it sounds interesting but the whole point of Nurse Jackie was that, like, she was, like, an addict, and then she gets clean at the end, because she, like, she actually gets arrested, too. Like, she she's mm-hmm. she was, like, caught with so much drugs and stuff, and then, then she, like, finally finds the piece that she wanted, which was, like, basically to get the help. And there's, like, nah, bring it back. <laughs> yeah. She relapsed. I don't know. <laughs> like... But yeah, apparently Edie Falco is gonna is is in talks to come back for Nurse Jackie. Mary Louise Parker is gonna is in talks to the you know star again in the Weeds uh sequel series. So um and then apparently like the the Weeds show might pick up like you know like ten years after the original series and then it's, it's like like the, the and then like the you know the they have to like deal with like now with like marijuana is legal now so like how do they deal with that <laughs> well probably just dealing with like legalization and probably yeah. uh try to try like to get, how, try to get like legit 
yeah, try to go legit or like try to yeah, try to like you know get their, like the license or something. I can see that. It's a different story. It's not as crazy where I think the what is it like she went into the drug business because she was getting divorced or something, or her husband died. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I never saw weed, so I don't know. <laughs> I've seen bets, and then it's like, oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in it for a bit. Mm-hmm. I think like her husband died, and then she was just desperate to get like get a career. Mm-hmm. And then this is also before Breaking Bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. So her going to the drug business, she went for a very like simple drug. Sort of. Now it's even crazier. It's like, I'm getting the, the legal drug business. Like, what are you making? It's like, weed. Like, what? Well, I think it, well, it, started, it started like three years before Breaking Bad, then it like ended like the year before Breaking Bad ended. So they were like, they were like, like a current for like, I like, couple like a couple years, like five years, six years. But yeah, but apparently those are both uh, coming to Showtime, possible like in the near future here, which I think that also means they'd they'd end up on Paramount Plus because it's it's Paramount with Showtime now. So and uh, yeah, so that that's uh, those those four shows are coming back, possibly more. Like who knows what's gonna happen with this like insane. Writer strike that like, they could go on for like you know months. <laughs> uh, probably like a, yeah, a lot of like a lot of reality shows are on the way probably, and then yeah, just like whatever they whatever these networks can do that like doesn't involve like like the, the you know, like the writers guild <laughs> are coming. I think the CW is like buying like just like a ton of like already already completed like Canadian shows. <laughs> and that's gonna be like their fall lineup. Like we got all these Canadian shows that are like they have like two, two or three seasons already in, in in the pipe. Yeah, I'm surprised they're not just importing more Korean shows to sort of backlog a schedule where yeah. like oh they you know in a scummy move I could see them doing that to just have things on that's new or new to America. It's like, hey, we bought the rights to, I don't know, Korea's version of Degrassi. And then that's just on, like, CBS. Though <laughs> mm-hmm. so this is also, this affects, like, every entertainment thing. So, like, even streaming shows are having problems then, right? Oh, yeah. Every, 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 everything's shut down. Like, if, if you... Anything that wasn't finished is is not <laughs> is nothing's happening on them right now. Like like Stranger Things is like is production stopped. Like Cobra Kai production stopped. Andor production stopped. Like if there's like movies being written, those are like not being written right now. <laughs> so. So you mean to tell me, Zach, there's a chance me and you could be scabs and we can make our own TV show to start pitching and making on a budget. We can, uh, 
we use chat gpt oh, that's that's one of the that's one of the like things that like the writers guild wants is like a guarantee they're not gonna use like ai to like write things yeah and the studios like the studio came back the studios came back and were like we will we will have an annual talk about technology once a year <laughs> like that was like they're that was like they're like compromised for like tell us like we don't want you to use ai like all right, we'll talk about it once a year. We'll t- we'll talk about where AI is. So yeah, that that's 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 a mess. It's gonna be a mess for a long time probably. So th- yeah, it, it, like uh, this year, this year we probably won't feel it too bad. Like there's still like there's like a ton of stuff that's like that is completed that we're we're seeing coming out. Next year is gonna be probably like so like uh like. Either like a desert of nothing coming out, or like just a lot of like like yeah reality show weird like imports like who knows what. Just no more reality TV show. Yeah, you know, I know it's like really profitable, but goddamn, do I just hate the concept of more reality TV shows? Well, the thing with those is like, it's like you don't have to like technically there's no writers. There's no writers. So. But because of that, I can see them doing something dumb where it's just like all right, we're just gonna like. What's that rock show where it's like, can you handle being like the rock or like a stuntman like the rock? There's like three shows that I vaguely remember where one of them was like, we're going to turn you into like action, like heroes or stuntmen. And the rock was like, can you like live my life being the rock, (laughs) like doing all this? I remember, uh, Dolph Lundgren hosted this show on Reels channel. <laughs> that was like, um, it, it, like it was like it was kind of like Fear Factor, but like it was like it was like having people like recreate like like movie scenes, like movie stunts and stuff. But it was like, oh, you, you gotta like hang, you, you gotta hang out the back of this truck, <laughs> like. I don't know. I don't, yeah, who who we'll we'll just, we'll just see what we uh we get in like next, next like later this year and then next year. But uh that's that's gonna do for news this week. So I jump into show and tell. And uh, Chris, you and I saw the crazy '70s horror movie, um, Fangs. AKA we, snakes. AKA, AKA Wednesday. Holy Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, we saw it in person together because we went to uh, Retro GameCon Junior in Syracuse, New York, last weekend. And uh, but yeah, so we, we yeah we were in the same place. We watched we watched Fangs on Shutter. We were like scrolling through Shutter looking for something to watch. And for, uh, first of all, Shutter needs to uh, rewrite the description because the description has oh. nothing. It, the description is, is completely wrong and doesn't is not describes the movie at all. Because the, the description, description, yeah, describes something way more exciting about something. Like it caught our attention, it caught my yes. attention, and I, I was looking forward to it. So yeah, you want to go on and explain that? Yeah. So the description for Fangs on Shutter says a a crazy like a, was it a crazy old coot looking for revenge male snakes the people <laughs> to kill them. Um. And then it, it, we're like, oh man, this guy's gonna mail snakes to people, and the people are gonna open like, um, boxes on of snakes to get. This. Let's watch this man mail snakes, like live snakes, in, in the seventies. Like I, I, 
that concept alone, I think I laughed for like a few minutes, and then I was like, let's do this. Like, I'm excited. Let's not see the trailer, because I don't think Shutter even had the trailer. And yeah. it, it was just like, let's pull the trigger, let's just like go into this with no knowledge. And mm-hmm. my God, it was everything and more of just not knowing anything about this movie. It was uh, it was very 70s, <laughs> like based on, based on some of the other like just like bizarre 70s, like mostly from Sinai's theater, like Touch of Satan and like uh, some of the, some of these other like 70s movies. It definitely felt like that, like the, the, the like pacing of it and like the like just like the weird tone was uh, it was definitely like in that vein of like just some people were just smoking like whatever, like they're smoking tons of pot or like who knows what, like on whatever drugs. And we're like. Yeah, I know, like like whoever like, whoever got this decided to make this movie was like, yeah, I know a guy who has like fifty snakes who could like just make a movie about snakes, I guess. <laughs> oh, and props to some of these actors who aren't like snake handlers in their real life, so they're just calm playing with snakes. Yeah, I mean it's, de- it's definitely real snakes at times. Like I don't know if they like sedated them or like what they were if they just like were, you know, tame snakes. I don't know if you can tame snakes, but like. They yeah, it was definitely like people were getting like live snakes tossed at them at certain points. I get like you know these aren't real poisonous snakes. They you know that would be yeah. a crazy thing. But I it's not like a thing you see in most movies. Just like hey, can you act? Yeah, I can act. Like okay, can you also like hold these snakes? Like what? You'll be holding an uncomfortable amount of snakes during this movie. You okay with that? And and considering that, like, there really isn't anyone we know by today's standard of being famous. Yeah. We didn't know who was the main hero, who was the villain, until, like, the first 20 minutes or so. Or maybe less, because it was, it was something like, we, vague, we didn't understand anything was going on, and as soon as we established the main character slash villain, we're like, this is our character, like, this is who we're following. Because, like, cover does not show you any, like, even from the Shutter version of the cover, there is just a picture of a snake, right? There's no, like, ca- like human it's, character. It's like, it's, it's like a, it's, yeah, it's like a van, like a 70s van drawing of, like, a, a cobra. Which, I, there's, there's not even a cobra in the movie, is there? Oh. No, it's like, it's all, like, there's, like, a bow constrictor and then, like, a, like, like, poisonous, like, snakes. Like coral, but, like, yeah. Coral color, like, what do you expect a snake from, like... I, I like a tropical climate, not the desert. There's no rattle. Oh, is there a rattlesnake? I think there might be oh, rattlesnakes. I, yeah. I don't think they could afford like a real rattlesnake. But, or, or it was just, or it was a snake. They just, they, they, someone like shook a rattle, but they never showed the tail or something. Just to make it like it's a rattlesnake. Like. <laughs> but uh, this this movie was interesting, just because. I think the perfect viewing is just someone telling you the vaguest description and just saying "buckle up," you'll like you'll never predict anywhere this movie goes. Yeah. And so I really don't want to ruin it because I kind of want to show this movie again to more people, and the world needs to see it. But they should see it with just like an understanding that it's about a old man who goes like goes snake crazy to his tormentors. But it's like, 
it, they're not really all tormentors. Like, really, one pair is a real tormentor. The rest is just sort of, like, people doing their lives. Right? Yeah, well, it's, it's yeah, it's, like, the, the insane incident is, like, weird, because it's, like, we're, we're trying to figure out, like, what, like, how he, like, how he makes, how Snakey Bender <laughs> makes his, like, income, and then, and, like, or what he does, it's, like, the movie, the movie only shows you what he does, like, oh, like almost always just, like, shows you what he does on, like, Wednesdays, which yeah. is, like, a oh. weird plot detail, too, it's, like, it's, like, it's just every Wednesday is, like, it, it, like, he does the same thing, and then it's, like, but then, like, his routine gets, like, is, uh, things happen to his routine, and then, then, like, it's, like, oh, I, I, need, I need my routine, and, like, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Okay, so yeah, then that's the best way to describe it, is that it's about a guy who has a very particular routine on a Wednesday between selling uh, Buy, buying, buying, like, mice and lizards from kids to, like, feed to his snakes. Food shopping. Yeah, he goes to the grocery store, and then, yeah, then he goes to his friend's house, and they listen to John Philip Sousa music, and they get super drunk and march around and, like, listen to the entire, entire album of John Philip Sousa, like the entire concert. And then it then after that it's like seeing his like I don't know what to describe it, but like not girlfriend, just like No. He he's he's basically a pimp for like his bow constrictor or something because Yeah, like he like, just pimps the, out a snake. The the local school teacher has like this bizarre fetish for snakes. And then, like, he, like, Snakey goes and, like, lets her, like, let's, like, this book, should, like, wrap itself around her and go inside of her, maybe? And I don't then, know. I, it's, they don't it's, show it, but it's, they like. They don't show it, but it's just, like, heavily implied. And we're, like, what is happening? <laughs> like, why is everyone in this town doing business with Snakey? And the thing is, Snakey looks like an old-timey 1920s, like, maybe an 18th century miner. Like, yeah, he looks, he's always he's always dirty. Like, dirty. He, he lives in a, a shitmobile. Yeah, he, his car literally has like no no back window. Like the door is like tied on with like a wire. How and then, he has a seatbelt? No, and he, and he lives in like an abandoned uh, like a farm that got burned down. And then like his friend that he goes and listens to Jeff Lopez with is like that was his old his family farm. But he moved into he moved into town. But he's like, oh yeah, stay, you can live in like the like abandoned ruins of my family farm that burned down. That's fine. But the the uh, ruins look like it's something from the Hills that have eyes. Like, it's partially yes. underground. It's yep. got no <laughs> power. Like, I, we got, have no idea how things work like a, in that. Yeah, he has, like, a snake bunker. Like, he turned, like, the, like, what are the, like the corn silo into, like, a snake bunker. <laughs> like... So, there, there's, like, a whole bunch of, like other things this movie could have focused in on, but the movie tries to do everything at once. And that's why it was just like, I, I, I again, it's unpredictable, and well, you, I, every few minutes, I just remember turning to you and just going, when's he gonna mail the snakes? Yeah, we were, we were both like, waiting for the it. Movie, the movie was so, like, distracting that I forgot, like, the description. But then when I remember, during on the very few down scenes, like, just nothing's going on, a lot of, like, driving or John Philip Sousa music. Yeah, I just remember going like, when? When is he going to the post office? Mm-hmm. 
And he never does. He never goes to the post office. Well, also, it, it, it also it gets it gets into this like insane rhythm of like every like right as soon as as soon as Snakey decides to like oh I'm gonna start killing people with snakes, like it just it just gets into this rhythm of like the same thing happens every single time <laughs> for like each it's like. This scene happens, and this scene happens, and this scene happens. And it's like, that's the rest of the movie. It's just like these three scenes over and over and over again. <laughs> where it's just like, where, like, is, like, the screen, like, this is, like, not what you do for screen. This, this is not how you write a movie. You don't, like, you, like, you you build, till you kind of build, you, you like, a rising action, and then, like, you know, like, you have a climax and stuff. This is just, like, it's just the same, it's just, like, repeating the same thing for, like, five scenes of like and there's no there's like no there's like no climax there's no like it's just like it's the same thing happens and then for 30 like 40 minutes and then it's over yeah it it it, like the structure the second act of this movie goes on for way too long where i think by the time they realize oh shit we need a third act to sort of tie it all together that is five minutes left of the movie. Well, it's just it's it's, it's just crazy that they don't they don't deviate from the formula at all. <laughs> they never they never do anything to change. Like they don't once they once they establish their formula for like how the rest of the movie's gonna go, they just, they never deviate from it. It's just like it, it gets it gets it gets ridiculous by like the third time you're in the, like the loop of like the, like the, the scenes that like that happen, where it's like, God, like how many. How is this happening? Back to his like, house. Yeah. And then it's like, it perfectly all goes to plan. Like, it, yeah. there's no, there's no weird situation that he enters that you don't feel like he's going to get his comeuppance. Yeah. Maybe at the end, but even then, the way they do it is more like a comedy. So it kind of gets back into that dark humor where. I'm fine with that because this movie is just all sorts of different vibes. However, you kind of want some closure because you don't get much at the end. Like, it's sort of like, oh, wait, we forgot about this one character that's just there now. And then the end, this is just how life goes and whatever shit town this is. And, uh, yeah, like, it also makes it seem like Snakey has wiped out that town by removing six people. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much, yeah. That was kind of different. Uh, otherwise, it was pretty enjoyable. Snakey is, like, a very interesting character just because he's just, like, the town scramp that, like, they pushed him too far and then they charge him too much for soup. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, like, I don't know, I enjoyed it. It's just, like, not a, not what I thought it would be. And it's, again, it's one of those movies where, like, I definitely want people to watch. Like, so people need to know this movie's a thing. And then just if you tell them the plot, you told them the whole, like, if you tell them just, like, more than the synopsis, you told them the whole movie. I watched the trailer that's uh, like online about this. Mm-hmm. It's three. It's like two and a half minutes long, three minutes sometimes, and it tells you the whole story. Like it even shows you clips from like the repeated loop parts. So, 
I definitely feel like that was a grindhouse cut of the movie that they needed to play in theaters to, like, kill time. But essentially, you watch that trailer, you watch the whole movie. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely need to be, like, uh, like have, like, a, 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 a tolerance built up for, like, weird, crazy movies. Like, like, like oh, it's this, like an art house movie at times. Sometimes, yeah, it's just like there's just like I mean, well, I guess if you're on Shutter, I guess you like are you know you're you're like into that like you know the, the crazy genre stuff, but like yeah, this is this is definitely not like a like I, I've seen like I've seen like one bad movie and I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump into Fangs like this is, this is like a yeah yeah no you're right this is like a, a medium level bad horror movie. You need, to, you need to be like an experienced bad movie. I also could imagine watching this movie alone. Oh my god. Like, this is definitely a movie that me and you, like, together with our combined movie experience, where it was like, I don't know what to do in this plot. Like, this is this is a movie that if you try to use, like, a, a chat, like, GBT or chat AI thing, it would not make this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just like nonsense happening, and then just like how many times can you get away with this? So it becomes all very original, but it comes off very uh, strange because there's just a lot of creative shots and music choices and just logic that they introduce. Like, if you told me from, what was it like the beginning part where there's like a, like, the bumbling town sheriff who's sort of um, the the buffoon comic relief in this, which I did not expect him to be. Yeah. And then the tonal shift that happens at the end where it's like, oh, now they, they had their, like, gone in 60 seconds chase sequence, <laughs> which comes out of nowhere. Like, uh, Snakey pulls, like, a, a very, like, not complex maneuver, but something that I did not expect him to do in his, like, car that... I didn't think I had enough gas. But it's uh it's definitely a movie that needs to be watched and shared with. Uh and that's like my recommendation. And then like even that me and you saw it, it's like now we've gotta spread the gospel of uh <laughs> of fangs. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, definitely I'm surprised it's not like a... Well, I guess I guess you could I, I mean I guess you could edit it and like show it on Mr. Giant's theater, but this, this this feels like like it should be like a more of like a definitely more of like a, a weird cult movie or like 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 vinegar like vinegar syndrome should be like put on a Blu-ray of this or something like it feels like that kind of thing where it's like can you can you believe this insane '70s movie where this old this old character actor is like murdering people with snakes? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like if it didn't have the crazy erotic scenes, and then the uh, I don't know, like just the pacing where it would it could just be funny instead of awkward. Mm-hmm. It could be a good commentary too, but it, it's not terrible enough where they can they can just like like even for us like we weren't making fun of the limitations of the production and the setting. It's just like that's just the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's also like other there's like vampire there's like a bunch of vampire movies called Fangs 
that like the, like doesn't help like if you're trying to search for this movie it's like you get a bunch of like weird like vampire movies and stuff other movies that are called fang or fangs but if you have yeah if you have shutter or uh or i think also like amc plus includes shutter and you want yeah you want to watch a, a weird crazy 70s movie <laughs> then yeah definitely definitely check out fangs And then uh, I also saw um, this past week. I watched Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, uh, which came out on Paramount Plus this week. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> didn't you get a chance to see it in the theaters? But yeah, watched it on Paramount Plus, and uh, I thought it was a ton of fun. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely a huge step up from the uh, the 2000 uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie. And uh, definitely, definitely, definitely feels like they're trying to do a little bit of like, you know, kind of like it has that kind of Guardians of the Galaxy kind of style to it, where it's like this like misfit group of characters, like it's it's very it's very comedic. There's like a lot of, a lot of jokes and like fun little bits. It, it's it's actually it's definitely more of like a it's definitely like much more of a comedy, but then it's got like you know like kind of like fancy action, but like comedy is like the first thing definitely for it, because like there's always there's always like 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 jokes or like like uh one-liners or you know people like like all the characters like are like commenting on like, what's happening and yeah a lot, lot yeah a lot of, all the jokes and all, a lot of jokes are actually like pretty like like hilarious too like it's, like, it's just like right right from the beginning there's like this like great joke where like um chris evans uh, chris pine and um Michelle Rodriguez are, are like in prison and they're like they're like they're like at like their like parole hearing and they're like they're like constantly waiting for like this one like uh, like guy at the council to show up, Jonathan. And then it turns out Jonathan is like a, a giant bird man. And they make it they make it seem like, oh, they, that like they they're they're friends with Jonathan. Jonathan's gonna like like be like the deciding vote to get them out of, out of paroled out of prison. But no, it turns out they just want to like grab him and throw him out a window and like fly like have him fly them out of this prison. <laughs> which it's just it's just like a, a crazy just like sudden of like they just grab him and throw him out a window and it's like okay and then so yeah lots lots of fun little beats like that and then like lots of like fun like like uh yeah just like asides from like Chris Pine or something or like just like them like yeah them just like commenting on what's happening and so, uh I actually been trying to avoid YouTube on certain things because I, ever since that came to Paramount Plus they're showing like the weird uh clips of it like no context clips and one of them is the is like chris pine's face <laughs> so like i know yeah. something weird's gonna happen but because i saw that already going like and it's like horrifying because it's like i don't know what's going on i just see a thumbnail of it and it's well, like <laughs> there's I, a... I know but you know what i mean like it just it ruined it before i even saw it and i was yeah. like wow like well, that there's... that was that it wasn't quick you know i feel like that would have been way faster in the day so there's some like put in the brakes from just spoiling shit but yeah i did not expect that there, 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 there's there's a lot of like weird magic stuff going on too so that was, <laughs> that's that's one of the weird magical things there's a lot of like illusions and uh but also so, so also like, like really cool magic stuff like there's like there's like yeah like some like weird magic like that but also like some, like really fun like cool magic there's like there's a whole action sequence where like um like Justice Smith, who's like their like sorcerer, but he's like kind of a terrible sorcerer. But he's able to like 
when they, when they first like recruit him back into the, the group, like he does a spell where like, he like reverses gravity and like so it's this whole like sequence where like everyone's like it's like on like the roof of this building like trying to like move through the, the roof of the building instead of like the floor and then um there's a part there's a part later on where like he's like fighting with like a giant like he makes a giant hand out of like sand and like like fighting another giant hand that like like one of the like evil like wizards makes and they're basically like having this like magical like arm wrestling match. And then you have like um, like Sophia Lewis is like Doric. She's like this like she's like the, the druid who can like transform into like other like any, like basically any creature. And so she's like like one of the things she turns into is like a giant owl bear. So she basically she basically turns like like the Hulk for the team, where she turns like an owl bear and just like starts murdering everybody. Huh. Which which that's which I I mean I I I know some D and D stuff just from like pop culture osmosis, but like. Like there's definitely it definitely seems like there's like a ton of like you know there's like so many like other like the creatures and stuff from D and D, um, it's it's set in like the Forgotten Realms universe like part of D and D so it's like it's like Neverwinter and Baldur's Gate and like all that stuff, like the whole like basically like eighty percent of the movie takes place in like Neverwinter, which I I I, I, I expect like so like I I knew that people they're like name dropping like space like oh I know I know those place, that place because like that's a game like it's that's a video yeah, game Neverwinter like, Nights yeah. Um, and yeah, and then like Hugh, Hugh Grant's great is like the main villain. Like he's just like so like like it's, it, 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 he just be, like Hugh Grant's just become like a like this like great like character actor who just like just like just shows up and he's just like like smarmy asshole now. <laughs> like yeah, and, he's playing up the fact that it's a Hugh, evil Hugh Grant instead yes. of his rom com Hugh Grant. Yeah, so he's he's a ton of fun. Like he's just like constantly just like like. Like being a being a dick to like to, to them, he, and he, he like he betrayed them and like because he was he was part of like their like their whole like like heist crew, um, and then uh, but then he like weaseled his way into becoming like the Lord of Neverwinter, so now he like runs Neverwinter basically, and uh, oh, and like Richard John Paul from Bridgerton is also great, like he. he He's not he's not in it for like the whole movie, which I, I was kind of surprised about. Like he's a, he only shows up like he kind of shows up in the middle for like one like main scene of like I'm gonna I'm gonna help you guys get this one like one thing this, this like artifact you guys need. And then, <laughs> um, but yeah, he, the the whole sequence he's in is like great. Like he's kind of like a Drax where he's like he like takes everything like very literally. Or, like he doesn't understand like if you like make some sort of like colloquialism or like some sort of like like uh like reference. Like, he doesn't understand like. Like like Michelle Rodriguez is like son of a bitch and he's like your mother was a bitch like <laughs> and uh but yeah yeah it, it's it's a ton of fun there's like like lots tons of tons of like creative like magic stuff and like all, yeah all the creatures and like there's really fun action sequences and like yeah su- super funny just like jokes throughout the whole thing I mean it's it's, it's funny guys made game night so like I mean it's like de- like definitely uh. Like if you like game night, like and like this stuff, like another like fun, like just like comedy for those guys. But but like obviously like super way higher budget, like like huge like kind of blockbuster action along with like like the the comedy bits. Did you um, did you watch Fox Machina yet? I haven't seen Fox Machina. No. I feel like it's a good follow up to what mm-hmm. this is. If you, but it's like. Vox Machia is like very that's, graphic that's also, and sexual and. But, but it's also it's also like more like it's like a humorous like D and D but like or. Is oh it, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it's like 
now take the same concepts, but now make it R. Mm-hmm. And it's a good, like, I watched that. Like, I wasn't really into D&D, but then I started watching that, and then, like, it started getting into it. Like, I'm on the second season, but I'm taking it at my own pace. But you would fall, you would like it. If you like this, you would definitely be like, oh, yeah, this is a good, like, like D&D campaign. Because mm-hmm. I think it's still set in, like, the D&D verse, or based on certain rules. But yeah, it, you can, I don't think it's, I actually don't even know if, Critical Role is official D&D, or is it just, like, a type of D&D? Well, all those, all those, like, like Critical Role and all that stuff, they, they play D&D. So they're, they're playing D&D, they're just, like, they're, like, the, their, their selling point is, like, their campaign they made for D&D. Right, but I don't think they have world building that, like, references anything from, like, the D&D main lore. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because they're, they're pl- I mean, they're playing an official. You know, obviously they're pl- they're playing official D and D. Like they're like using like the D and D rulebook and everything. But but like their 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 main thing is like they're they're coming up with like they're coming up with like their own like original story and they have like their original characters obviously and then using then then like creatures and stuff like from like the whatever the monster manual or stuff that all, all that D and D stuff. Yeah, yeah, but uh, again, it's, I don't. I'm not well versed enough to know the difference where it's like, oh, that's made up yeah. and that's. Uh, Canonical. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely if, if you have Paramount Plus, I would definitely. And you haven't seen it yet, I would say definitely check out Dungeons Dragons: Son of Our Thieves. Um, I don't, I don't like. I feel, I feel like it did okay at the box office. I don't know if it's like enough to like make or in a sequel. But I would definitely be like on board for like a a sequel. They like the same crew kind of like came back and like had like a new adventure. They they kind they kind of set up like a they set up a kind of like a some sort of like main villain that like uh, might maybe like if they had a sequel it would like show up at like a another movie or something but like a Thanos yeah but yeah just yeah fun fun cool uh like fantasy action movie with like a lot of like comic comedic stuff in it so definitely definitely worth checking out. And then that's that's pretty much the only, only other thing I saw besides Fangs. You, you see anything else, Chris, or no? Uh, no, that's it. All right, so yeah, we can, we, we can wrap things up then. Um, we head over to the site. We got all of our usual stuff up there. We've got uh, all the trailers we talked about. We've got um, any sort of news. We've got uh, everything in the theater. I, I I put up the Asylum's version of Fast and Furious. If you want to watch that before you watch Fast X. Uh, the sound movie we call 200 miles per hour. That's a Fast and Furious knockoff. And we got reviews and news and all the other stuff that we put out every week. So head over and check all that stuff out. And uh, yeah, so for Chris, I am Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action. And follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.